baseball and whatever with your host, Justin McAwee. Because I was on campus and I had to appear like I was one of the cool kids, I would put the Star Wars book inside one of my textbooks so it looked like I was just studying for class. <laughs> All right, look, there's only one return, okay? And it ain't of the king, it's of the Jedi. Vincent Francis Jankowitz aboard. I'm a glorified fact checker. Last I checked, the most runs in a game wins. Actually, I am a fact checker. And Greg Probst. If you look at most Bond fans movie rankings, they have Casino Royale and Majesties in their top two. For me, these actually rank in the bottom part of my list. I mean, I love them, but they don't compare to Diamond Club Forever. No, stop getting Bond wrong! What's up, everybody? Uh, it's Thursday night. That's baseball and whatever time. Episode 87, baseball. And it's a mystery this week. I honestly don't know what it's going to be. This has been suspenseful all week for me. Vinny, how are you? Hi. I'm doing great. I'm glad it's been suspenseful it's for been you. Suspenseful. And I'm glad it's eating away at you because it's, I don't, it's I bringing don't, me joy. I don't consider myself a control freak. Do you consider me a control freak? Hmm... I, I like that. I, I like I like knowing what's gonna happen. I think I like mm, that, that's I think borderline control. I'm uh, I'm very type there. A, very type A. We'll put it that way. So okay, so uh, last week after the show ended, Vinny and I were like, hey, or, I shouldn't say Vinny and I. I was like, Vinny, I'll think of a topic for this week, and he said, oh no, Justin, don't worry, I've got this covered. And I said, oh, okay, well, what what should I prepare? What should I make the thumbnail for? And he's like. Well, I can't tell you. It's a surprise. You'll have to wait and see. So Vinny has promised me a guest of epic proportions. Could it be someone famous? I don't know. Could it be a family member? Maybe. Probably. I don't know. I have no idea. I have not promised anything of epic proportions. I just said I had a guest lined up. All right. Well, you are building this up in your head. This is is just like... uh, the Avengers and Batman versus Robin and right? Batman versus Superman and all that stuff all over again. So uh, at some point, our special guest will come on. Uh, I, I don't know who it is. I don't know if there's going to be a topic. I don't know if Vinny has something prepared of what we're going to discuss. At one point, Vinny told me to get some pieces of paper and a marker. So I'll be honest, right before we started, Vinny, I ran upstairs and got paper and my marker because I didn't know if you were kidding. Because at this point, I cannot be sure of what's real and what's fake. I'm I'm Are you wearing your oops I crap my pants? I am my Saturday Night Live special edition ones. Yes, exactly. So Perfect. Uh, good. We're, that's we're good that's for when the guest comes on that you can crap All your right. pants and then we can I'm go. I'm trying on. to think you look like you're a little dressed up, Vinny. Are you are you like dressed up for a guest or are you just No, I, I have a sweater on. Oh, it looked like you had like a suit it's coat on. It's cold down here. I'm in my oh, basement. Okay. It is freezing down here. I'm no, in my basement too. I have a sweater on. All right, fair enough. All right, so uh, I, I don't know what we're going to be discussing, but before we get to the special guest, whenever they uh, make their grand entrance, we do have some baseball talk. We'll wrap up. We got the Super Bowl next week. Um, it looks like we're going to be lucky enough. We're going to have Jordan on again. If you guys don't remember who Jordan is, he helped me host. I believe we did uh, best football helmets uh, when Vinny and Greg were out. He is a diehard Cincinnati. Right. He is a diehard Cincinnati Cincinnati Bengal fan, so he's going to come on next week. We'll do kind of a uh, post-mortem autopsy on what went wrong with the Bengals this week when they lost, and maybe just do a little bit of a Super Bowl discussion, because honestly, we're getting to that point in the year where the Bulls and the Blackhawks are going to be taking their all-star breaks, spring training hasn't started yet, 
and once the Super Bowl's going, there's nothing really else to discuss. So we'll do a deep dive on that next week. Probably that'll be our, our fun, our fun little topic for the week. Uh, maybe we'll talk Super Bowls of past, but enough uh, lollygagging. And if you want to write into the show, feel free to do so. You can reach us in a variety of ways. Tweet us at baseball and what you can email the show baseball and whatever at gmail.com. You can listen to us on any podcast app of choice. Leave us a five star review if you like. We did have a review from hold on here. I will pull this up in one second. Uh, we did have a new review from our Apple podcast feed. And that was from hold on. That was from, uh, oh, we have two new, wow, Vinny, we have two new listen, two new uh, reviews and listeners. Josh wrote in, said, great podcast about baseball and whatever. I thought I found a great baseball podcast, and I did, but I li- but listening to the podcast gives me entertainment of not just listening to baseball talk, but all kinds of topics. Vinny, we are entertaining. Isn't that nice? That's shocking. It is shocking. I'm shocked. Uh, and then we also got a review uh, from C2648. I don't know who that is. The baseball go-to show. Great stuff from the guys. One of the must-listen podcasts on the internet. Thank you very much. I don't know who that is. Too it kind. Could be. It, too kind. Too kind. So thank you for writing in. Uh, and if you want, we are now on TikTok. Uh, I don't really know how to make good TikTok, so they're not very good. But feel free to follow us there at baseball and whatever. Instagram at best bleh, baseball and baseball and whatever on Instagram. And you can text or leave us a voicemail at 1-913-808-3278. That number again is 1-913-808-FART. All right. So uh, this is episode 87, famous 87s in Chicago sports. Oh, Justin. Uh, I'm guessing they got to be all football players, right? Not all. No, most. Really? And um, by most, I mean only one other team has an 87 Oh, Ed Obranovich was a number 87. For who? Ed Obranovich for the Chicago Bears. For the the Bears? Yes. Um, Greatest. (laughs) At least according to the website I just Googled said Ed Obranovich was a number 87. Come on now. (laughs) I I, I didn't realize you were on Bears. I thought you were going to guess the other team. Oh, I'm no. looking at that no. team, and I'm like, Ed O'Branovich is uh, not, not. I just know that. he's on WGN Radio for pre and post game on the Bears, and it's great to hear him and Dan Hampton just, I don't know, have a uh, coronary every time the Bears lose. So that's always a good time. Yes, but you you are right. He was a Bear from 1962 to 19, 1971, so okay. nine years well, with the Bears. All right. Uh, I've, uh, that's That's all I got. I don't have anybody else for you. Um, okay, the Cubs had one, Air Castillo, 2021. Mm, no. Catcher? I like I, how many games did he play? Nope. Probably one. four. Total four, four games. Nine oh, plate appearances. Yeah. Okay. No, I can't uh, No, can't say I know okay. them, no. That, that was the only one for the Cubs. That was the only other team besides the Bears. Now, for the Bears, there's quite a few 82s. Or, oh, God, 82s. 87s. 87s. I'm going back. Um, yeah, <laughs> 87s. Um, the one that you should remember from our time is Musin Muhammad. Oh, yeah. He was a former Carolina Panther, came to Chicago. Yep. He was a pretty good receiver from what I remember. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. He, they kind of you know, got him at the tail end of his career. That's the Chicago uh, but he was still way. Good. I, yeah. Yep. Um, well, they can't develop any of their own talent, so they got to take him at the they end of their. Take uh, it. Exactly. Yep. Um, Kellen Davis, the tight end from I think he was with Michigan State, if I remember correctly. Um, okay. 
who's drafted. That sounds familiar, actually, yeah. He is a Super Bowl champ. Um, really? Did not get it with the Bears. Uh, I think he got it with the Seattle Seahawks, if I remember correctly. So Okay. Yes, it was. It was with Seattle, 2013. So good for him. Uh, not with the Bears, though. Uh, Justin Gage. You remember Justin Gage? Yes. Yes. Another wide receiver, right? Yes. Ricky Prohl was uh Yeah. Bear Ooh, he... um. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Mark Chamora. Never mind. I was say Ricky Prohl. I was going to say something bad, but I think that was – I'm thinking of Mark Chamora. Oh, yeah. uh, Ricky yeah. Prohl, two-time Super Bowl champ with the Rams. Okay. And yep. Uh, that's Patriots, what I'm thinking of. I think. Yep. No, it's just the Rams. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, Ricky Prohl, Steve Mary- Mannery. Oh, I don't know who that is. I don't know why no, I said his I don't name. Have Adam Shaheen. There, that was the one I was looking oh, at. Oh, Adam Shaheen. What a he was supposed to be like Junior uh, Rob Gronkowski, and look how that turned out. So, uh, yeah, oh, that, man, that, that guy. Is he even, he's still in the he's still in the league though, isn't he? He uh Yeah, he's still with um the the Dolphins. I think he's still with them. Oh no, he didn't make the team this past year. Twenty twenty one was his last year with the Dolphins. Wah, wah. Nothing uh, for 2022 on a stat sheet. Jesper Horstead, okay. he's wearing I, it. I this remember the past name. Year. I remember the name. Yep. He's still okay. wearing it. Um, so, <laughs> and then let's see. Tom Waddle wore it. Oh yeah, yeah. 1944 or 1994. Yes. God, I keep screwing up my dates here. 1994, not 1944. Yes, uh, he is still a big deal in Chicago. He's on uh, Waddle and Sylvie on AS- AM 1000 ESPN radio. Um, used to listen to them a lot. Uh, I don't really listen to them too much anymore. Uh, Pretzel Vince in the chat says hot tubs and Mark Chamora do not go together. That is very true. Very true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to oh say boy. after that. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Emery Moorhead uh, mm-hmm. was a 1982 to 1988 was another okay. notable bear. Steve DeLong and Harlan Hill. Oddly enough, uh, Henry no. Hill's uh, great uncle. Really? No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, other than that, that that's about it. I don't think I really missed anybody else. Uh, no, I didn't. So. That is it for 87s. All right. Well, let's uh, move in right along. Uh, I don't think we had any uh, comments, YouTube stuff. Oh, I take that back. We do have one. My lovely mother, uh, she let me know that she wrote in, and I missed her post last week uh, about her top five movies from double from 007, from 2007. So let me pull them up. One of them was Knocked Up, uh, which we talked okay. a little bit about. Last week, uh, that's a movie, I need to go back and watch that, because I don't, I remember it being okay, and I know we discussed that last week. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so my mom actually wrote in, she said six. She had, because I said so, I'll be honest, I have no idea what movie that is. Uh, number five, Ocean's 13. Ocean's 13 was definitely a consensus pick, I think, amongst a lot of us. Uh, number mm-hmm. four, Knocked Up. Number three, The Bucket List. I believe that was... Oh, yeah. Oh, who was that? That was uh, Jack was it Nicholson, Morgan Freeman? Morgan Freeman. Okay, did not see that. Number two, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I have not seen that movie. Uh, Adam Sandler and Kevin James. And then number one, and I forgot, this was a decent movie. I remember watching this uh, quite a few times. Uh, Dan in Real Life. Do you remember Dan in Real Life? 
No, never saw it's it. Steve Carell um, ends. He goes back to visit his family. I think he ends up dating his brother's girlfriend, and it's like a whole big thing with the family. So, um, yeah, okay. I remember. I remember being okay. It was like right at that cusp of when he was trying to break out and do more movies as opposed to just the office um so there you go there's our one our one comment for the week uh vinny should we jump over to we do have some uh some different takes some hot takes this week you want to talk about them sure all right greg's hot takes now you want to get nuts come on hell yeah Uh, all right want to get nuts come on let's get nuts all right, so it's it's been quite a while since we've had some hot takes, but uh, Vinny, I see in the Google Doc, your first one is you have a review of She-Hulk, which was on uh, Disney+, Plus, and you finally got around to watching it. I did. I finished it actually last night, the night before. Um, okay. Pleasantly surprised with it. Uh, different from what their normal Marvel stuff has been. They break okay. the fourth barrier, fourth right? Is that what it's called? When they, fourth wall? The, yeah. The actors talk to the audience. Um, mm-hmm. So they, She-Hulk does that during the show. So it's, yeah, it's, I liked it. I didn't really have an opinion on it. I didn't know what to expect when I was okay. watching it. But I enjoyed it um, from beginning to end. It was good. Um, so if you like Marvel and you haven't gotten around to watching She-Hulk, I recommend watching it. It's it was a pretty good pretty good show. Nothing nothing earth shattering. They had some really good cameos, I think, in it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it wasn't jaw dropping. I don't think in any means, but it's a lot of fun um, and entertaining uh, from beginning to end. If uh, if you were somebody who hasn't watched any of them besides kind of casually listening to uh, WandaVision while you're half asleep and your wife's watching it, which one would you recommend I jump to first if I had time, which I don't, but if I was going to go back and watch one of these, what would you recommend? Like, Loki is the one that I'm very ca- very curious about. Yeah, that's a really good one. I really enjoyed Hawkeye. Okay. Um, I thought that was good, but you should save that for Christmas time since it's a Christmas, Christmas. series. Um, yeah, because it takes place during the holidays. Uh, and yeah, I yeah I would start off with Loki. I'm trying to remember all of them, and then I would probably do Loki. Um, not taking into account uh, if you you save Hawkeye till Christmas, Loki, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh and yeah, Then yeah, I would yeah. do She Hulk, and then Wandavision. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I think She Hulk would br- if you're doing it in that order. She Hulk would be a good, uh, as our buddy uh, Shaggy Von Doom would say, a palate cleanser for the Marvel because it's very different than what they normally do. Uh, and then gotcha. go into WandaVision. Um, okay. Because WandaVision is kind of depressing. Um, yeah, really. from what I saw, you know, I got the gist of it, um, but I did. Yeah. I didn't watch the whole thing. So okay, I don't know if you then, saw too. And then if you're if you're not if you're just doing them in some random order, then I would probably do Loki because it's probably the best of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Then WandaVision palette cleanse with She Hulk, and then go into Falcon and the Winter Soldier because Falcon and the Winter Soldier is really good, um, okay. and I think She Hulk would be a nice transition from the kind of the darkness of WandaVision. So I don't know if you saw, but. Uh I, I know we're talking Marvel here, but DC kind of came out with uh, James Gunn, and I can't remember who the other guy is, but they kind of broke down their 10-year plan for the DC movies. Do you have any, and TV shows for that matter, do you have any excitement for that or no? 
Is that just me? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean they were they've been really good with the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy um, yeah. movies. It'll be interesting to see what they do. I I'll have to take it by a, a I think movie by movie basis until they kind of get their footing. Yeah. Um, definitely don't really care for any Superman stuff that they put out. No, I'll be I interested just, if they do Batman yeah. um, that yeah. stuff and try to watch some of the other stuff. Um, but yeah, I I could care less about Superman. I just no. I, so... I looking through some of the stuff. Creature Commandos is an animated series. Waller, uh, which seemed interesting. They're going to get Viola da- Davis to come back as Amanda Waller. Have some of the other Suicide Squad and Doom Patrol people make an appearance as well. You know, Suicide Squad. I did not like either one of them. The last one I really disliked, which was odd because that one got rave reviews. The Superman Legacy movie. I have no interest in Superman. The Green Lanterns live action show. I might be willing to give a shot. I don't know much about Green Lantern, so I would be willing to try that. The Authority is another like Avengers style show, but they have like a gray area. It almost sounds like The Boys to a certain extent. Um, they okay. did announce there's going to be a, a movie, The Brave and the Bold, based on that comic run from Batman, and it's going to be Batman and uh, Robin, but this Robin is the Robin that is Damian Wayne, which is actually Batman's son that he doesn't know he had uh, with Talia al Ghul. Um, okay. So that's kind of cool, because I've, I've learned, read a little bit about that character, and, he, and this version of Robin is like a complete asshole, and he's like a kid, because obviously he doesn't know... He, he was trained as an assassin in the League of Assassins for the whole mm-hmm. the whole run until he meets he realizes that's his dad. So that could be kind of cool. And that's going to be separate yeah. from Matt Reeves' Batman. This is going to be a different Batman. It's not going to be Robert Pattinson. It's not going to be Ben Affleck. So I don't know who that's going to be. Um, and then the only other one that kind of piqued my interest, because I remember I had the action figures as a kid, is they're going to make a Swamp Thing movie. Do you know anything about Swamp Thing? No. No, I just remember I had they were awesome action figures, and for the longest time I didn't even know they were DC related. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, yeah. All right, I got a couple things that we watched a couple episodes of this week. Uh, were you a big fan of that '70s show when you were younger? Yeah, a little bit. I didn't get fully into it, but I mean, I think uh, it was it was a show that would be on from time to time, and I yeah. watch it when it was on. It was, it was, it was a, show, a good show. I really liked it up until uh, Eric. Chris, uh, Chris or Topher Grace's character Topher left. Grace. It, yeah, it got it got really dumb after his character left. Um, but I really enjoyed it. And so that 90s show premiered on Netflix, I think, last week or two weeks ago. Your sister and I sat down to watch it. Um, it was cool to see the original characters come back. The rest mm-hmm. of the show is complete. The rest of the show is garbage. It's not good. Really? It's, it's the new cast of kids. And maybe this is because I'm, you know, 35 watching this now. Oh, it's so cringy. It's so bad. But, like, anytime is the it? original cast is on, it's like, oh, it, it falls right back into that, like, oh, they got such great chemistry. And then they cut to just a scene with just all the kids. And it's like, I don't give a shit about any of these kids. So, yeah. Um, is there any good 90s nostalgia in it? They all? had one one cast member singing You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette. Um, and That's that it. was about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Because it takes place I in 1995. I can hear Kevin Malone sing that on The Office, so I'm good. You, you, you. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a great, great scene in that show. Um, all right. Two other things. Two other hot takes. Uh, number three, I guess, in this case, or number four, if you're counting. Uh, Groundhog's Day is today. Can I just take this moment to get on my platform and say Groundhog's Day is the stupidest thing in the world? I wish they would just leave the poor animal in his little hutch. I, it's so dumb. Other breaking news. Water. Wet. 
I was having this conversation with somebody at work. I'm like, okay, it's going to see its shadow if it's cloudy out. Why, why are we still going through the rigmarole of dragging this poor animal out of his house? Whatever, wherever but, groundhogs live. Dude, I don't know. It's stupid. Yeah, but I mean, the, they don't even like wait for him to come out. They pull no, out. No, they of pull a, him out them, themselves. Yeah. yeah. And if it's it, cloudy. It's, there's no, like, it's just a tradition. Like, yeah, tradition. I guess you yeah, call that just and it's for like, pomp and circumstance pretty yeah, much. Yeah, and it's just like, all right, if it's cloudy out, he's not going to see a shadow. If it's sunny out, he's going to see a shadow. Like, that's not really... A, I know it's just all for fun, but it's like... Uh, there's a lot of people that really still take this seriously, um, which isn't surprising. Really? But uh, yeah, from what I've seen on Twitter, but yeah. But Twitter's a, Twitter's a cesspool in general, so... All right. Yes. Um, the only other thing I was going to say is I am super excited. The Bare Naked Ladies are going back on tour. They are on my bucket list of bands I have not seen yet. They are going to be at Northerly Island in Chicago. So I am pumped to get tickets. And Vinny, uh, Erica said she would go with me to see them because she knows who they are. Um, she has no interest in going to see Dave <laughs> Matthews, though, who is also coming to Northerly Island in, I think, July. So we got to either I got to convince you or convince Gretchen to let you go. And we got to get Greg in on this, too. I've never seen Dave Matthews live. I want to see Dave it's Matthews live. So I need to go with, you know, I don't want to be a first timer by myself. I got to bring somebody who knows what to do and who's experienced. So, I mean, it's just going to a show. It's I, nothing. I know, but still, I'm making more out of this. This is, this is, <laughs> this is what I do, Vinny. I make a bigger yes, deal out is. of things than I do. So I'm excited for that. I'm hoping to hit both those this summer. All right. Unless you have anything else, I think we're ready to talk baseball. I had something, but I totally forgot, so All we right, can move enough. right along to baseball. All right, let's do baseball. it. Baseball! Welcome back to Major League Baseball. Sort of. Taking a look at Chicago's two favorite teams and other happenings around the MLB. Baseball! All right, stop, stop the presses. Uh, Mark Leiter Jr. has been re-signed to a minor league contract by the Chicago Cubs after he was DFA'd last week. <laughs> I am not in. Uh, what well, he's fine. I don't know. I was anytime I saw he was him good starting, out of the bullpen last year. Out of the bullpen, year. He was yes. Not good and any as a starter. Anytime I saw him as the probable for the starting pitcher, I'm like, well, that's not a game I'm going to watch because uh, by the third inning they're going to get blown out. But like you said, out of the bullpen, not bad. And I was kind of surprised yep. when he wouldn't accept the uh, designation for assignment. And now they've re-signed him to a minor league contract, which is exactly where he would have went as if he was DFA'd. I, I don't know how that works. All right, but the more important thing, the uh, well, cooler thing. I, go ahead. What do you want to say? I was going to say, well, if he's I th- doesn't he get a chance to be a free agent and then see what other oh, offers are out there? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. That makes so. More I'm sense. sure he was probably just getting spring training invites and stuff like that, and so he yeah, probably so figured, forget well, that. this is the best yeah. deal. So. Um, but more exciting news: uh, Dexter Fowler announced this week he has officially retired, uh, no longer with the St. Louis Cardinals. And in a probably more shocking news is he is joining the booth for the Cubs on marquee. Is he doing, do you know, is he doing pre or post game or what's his, what's their plan for him? I have no idea. I just saw that he was joining the booth. I thought he was going to be doing play by play. They do like a three man booth. Yeah. That's another thing I don't like about marquee is they have like these weeks where they just bring in like guest guys into the booth and that's it. So like they've had Mark Grace in the booth, if I'm not mistaken for a couple games and that gives, um, you know, JD a break, or uh, if it's somebody doing the the play by play, it'll give Bukshambi a break. Which I, maybe is as bad as a Cubs fan. I'm not. I'm kind of over Bukshambi. He doesn't really do it for me. He's fine, and maybe it's yeah. just from listening to him do you know baseball Sunday night baseball or Monday night baseball when they would have national games. But it's like, eh, 
I don't know. He's fine. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I, you miss Len, don't you? I miss Len. Len Casper did a good job. And rightfully, he had every right to leave because he wanted to do radio. I get that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that'll be interesting. If he does pre and post, I know they had um, Sean Marshall, if you remember him. He was doing pre and post yep. for the Cubs Love for a Sean while. Marshall. Oh, God. There was a couple other guys that literally played like one year. They were bench guys, and they, they've been showing up on pre and post game for Marquee. Um, there is going to be some very interesting stuff. Bally, uh, Bally Sports, which is really, really gained a lot of steam nationwide. They're kind of being delinquent on their interest payments. So they might be going bankrupt, which would mess up all the regional sport networks that Bally owns. And Marquee does have a deal. Yes. Uh, and Bally and Marquee have some stuff together. So that could pose a problem. Uh, we'll see what happens there. And also... This might be good for you, Vinny, is that supposedly Marquee in the next month is going to offer a streaming option on their app for anybody throughout the country that would like to watch Cubs games. For free or no, for a small no, it's, fee? No, it's for a small... It'd be like a net <laughs> fee. Not, it'd be like a streaming service fee, but you would get Cubs in Marquee. No. So. Well, well if they I, do I mean, that, then maybe... Depends yeah. on what it's going to cost. I don't want right. to pay if, more if, than if we're talking bucks, like, I feel like for it. I, I feel like for... for Something you're probably only going to watch for a couple hours a day. I could see like five ninety nine. Like I think that would be reasonable. If we're getting over ten, a that's a rip off. Yeah. But but then again, am I going to be blacked out? Right, because you're not in the Chicago land area. That could be. That would be something you'd have to look into. Um, yeah, I yeah. would not like that. It'd be no. I know. I just saw like living Netflix. in Iowa. Pointless. Oh, it's like a d- dead zone out there. And I know Netflix just announced their big thing. They're rolling out to stop password sharing too. I don't know if you saw that, but. Um, I did not. So yeah, I don't share I, my Netflix password. I'm, do you? I'm a sh- uh, with my parents, I do. And my sister, I do. Oh, okay. But I use my parents' YouTube TV, and they use my Netflix. You share it then, back and forth. Yeah, we, we share yeah. it, yeah. And then I think my sister uses my Disney Plus, too, because I have the ESPN and Hulu bundle with that. So okay. I'm trying to get Erica to ditch Netflix, because I don't watch anything on there whatsoever. She's the one that watches a lot of stuff on there. So, All right. Um, so Our yeah, kids the Cubs. watch a lot of Netflix stuff. Well, I'm thinking maybe as Maddie gets older, it'll be good to have. But I don't know. I'm like, we got H, we got HB, no, we got Disney, we got Hulu, YouTube TV has been yeah. great, and just recording anything on there has been wonderful. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So we'll see. Um, I, I kind of feel bad, but there's not much else Cubs stuff to say. Do you got anything else for the Cubs? No, I All don't. Right. Uh, real quick, switching gears to the White Sox, we got more reports that Eloy Jimenez is going to be playing outfield and will not be the DH only. That you know, we talked we talked about that last that week. That last week too, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, there's not really yeah. much else to say there. It's just is what it is. Nothing no. else has really come out, but um you're looking at your possibly two to three time a week right fielder depending on how Oscar Colas does as well and yeah. Uh that's a lot to put on a kid, you know. We'll see what happens, but um yeah, well, we're, he's, we're what, at 24, yeah. 25 years yeah. old. So it's mm-hmm. not really a kid. It's not like he's 19, 20 years old. So no, he, but I mean, like somebody still getting should be ready at this bigs. point. He yeah. should. I, I mean, it's it's just again, it's sad and pathetic for a team that's in its technically their their window that they're banking on some rookie to provide them meaningful at bats it's just, do you do you just, cons- do you even consider them in the world series window anymore i don't even consider them i think that window is shut i mean technically yes they're hoping i mean if they have bounce back seasons from 
almost everybody, then yeah, I guess. I mean, they're still in that window. It's just, uh, it's just hard to see. You know, I mean, I mean, you're you're hoping for a bounce back. It's not like oh, they were you know they were building on you know something and then a couple bad injuries. I mean, they had some bad injuries, but they also had bad play from a lot of guys. And I guess you know, was it all? I mean, we're gonna find out. Was it all Tony? Was was it actually these guys not not being good and you know taking a step back and that's where they're going to be regressing? I I don't know. Um, you know, a lot of people that are optimistic believe it's. I feel like they believe it's. It was all Tony and that Pedro yeah. is going to you know right bring him to the yeah. promised land. But we'll see. It's uh, yeah. I, I I mean, we'll see. We shall see is right. All right. Um, the Athletic, which if you haven't subscribed, I feel like a shill here, but uh, they great stuff. And if you can find one of the, they do deals every like couple weeks for either a buck a month or two bucks a month. Uh, really good writing uh, pieces. Um, and the app is decent too. But they came out with their off season grades for all thirty NL and uh, thirty AL and NL teams. Um, the Cubs, Vinny, the Cubs got a B ranking, which I think is pretty fair i think that's pretty good right would you say that's about right yeah i i think i had them at a probably b b minus before they signed trey mancini and i think with trey mancini i think b plus is probably where they're at but yeah that's just splitting hairs at this point but yeah b's b's a solid grade i think i mean they missed out on a brayu i thought that was a great fit would have been a great fit um they signed him and they get, I don't know, a better catcher than Tucker Barnhart. Um, yeah. Those were two big areas I think they missed on. Um, and then, I, I mean, the third base market wasn't really, there wasn't really a market there no. for that. So, I mean, they should have upgraded if they could have, but there was nothing there to upgrade with unless they would have gotten um, Xander Bogarts and moved him to third or Carlos Correa and moved him to third. Um but I'm not going to hold that. I mean, they got one of the the big four shortstops. Uh, Carlos Correa turned out to be uh, absolute nightmare of a signing for <laughs> three, well, two teams. For two uh, teams, he ended yeah. Up with the third team, and yeah, so I, I think it's a I think it's a solid grade for what was out there and what they did. They spent a lot of money. Um, they got better. Where they're gonna be, you know, when the season rolls along, I think they're gonna, you know, they're gonna be. Less frustrating than last year, but they could still be a you know 500 teams. I think Vegas had them at 77 and a half wins. Wow, was the over under on the season? Okay. I want to say that. Um, I don't know. I, I saw something earlier this week on people talking about win totals with the the Cubs. So I thought mm-hmm. Vegas came out with their win total. So I don't know. I think they have a good chance to be around 500 if they can put together a run. I think. I mean, I think they're right in There's contention potential. with the division. Yeah. Um, I know people were upset about that, you know, that this team's not a contender. Well, I, yeah, I still think they're another year away from being a full-on World Series contender, but they can at least compete and contend for the division title at the very least because, I mean, yeah, I mean, what did St. Louis got, what, a C-plus grade? Um, yep. The Brewers, what did they do? They got a C plus grade too. Even like really the A's and the Marlins, like what did they do to warrant a C? I, you know, you, you know, yeah. I, I, I can see the Mets. They ranked them as an A minus. I mean, they just pretty much bought and bought and bought. Uh, teams mm-hmm. like the, tw- well, the Twins got a B plus. I guess that was Correa. 
The Angels, I don't know what the Angels did that warranted a B plus. If anything, that ship is sinking. I know Arnie Marino just came out and said he's not going to sell the team now after they had been in months of deliberations with potential buyers. Now he's not selling the team. Uh, but I think we're 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 uh, we're bearing the lead here. The White Sox out of 30 teams were ranked by having the worst offseason with the one and only F ranking. Vinny, do you think that's justified and fair? No. I mean uh I we I mean it, we've talked about how bad this offseason's been, right? That they didn't Oh yeah. They they have a hole at second still. They have a hole in right field and they're plugging it with rookies and a guy that has not good out there in that position um i don't know i mean god what did even colorado do to get it that's the, do that's they the other thing do i don't anything i don't that's what i'm kind of they got a degrade yeah they didn't do anything it's, yeah um boston so I, I, I mean don't. yeah i don't know i mean they, they signed benintendi yeah, uh, you know they signed uh, uh, Mike Clevenger, um, but you know <laughs> they you know tried with uh, getting pitching. Um, but yeah, I I think uh, F is pretty harsh. But I mean, I'm sure a lot of their fans would say that's not harsh enough. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I th- I think it's probably fair because I mean you don't know if Mike Clevenger is even going to pitch. So what was it then? Just Andrew Benintendi, that was it. Right, right. So, and, and, you know, they needed outfield help, but I feel like they needed it more on the the right side than the left. Um, yeah. Because you can put anybody in left field, right? That's the old adage. Yeah. The worst, the worst can fielder there. plays worst left position field. Is, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think uh, right field was probably more important. And second base, the fact that they still didn't bring back uh, Harrison just yeah. blows my mind. Um so yeah, we'll. I think it's kind of fair on that. Uh, that grade. What about All you? All right, I I think you nailed it. Yeah, I mean, I'd say a D overall. I don't know. F F to me is like they literally did nothing, and they did bring in Ben Attendee. I think they're maybe putting too many eggs in that basket. Um, but you know, other than that, yeah. they, they they didn't really do anything. Uh, so yeah, that's. I guess that's all there is for baseball. We'll have to, you know, spring training is now two weeks away. We got the World Baseball Classic starting soon in about two weeks. I think they have to report for that as well if they're going to play. Yeah, baseball is getting closer. The days are getting longer. Weather's still shitty, but uh, we'll see what happens. Yep. All right, let's recap the NFL this week, shall we? Yes. All right. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) Uh-oh. Manures of the Midway, <laughs> where the guys talk the pile of horse crap that is the Chicago Bears. I mean, when you consider the other choices, manure is actually pretty refreshing. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm really disappointed. My streak of uh, 100% predictions for the NFL playoffs has ended. Uh, this week, Vinny and I both picked the Eagles to win in the 49ers game. Uh, they did. I felt really bad for the 49ers though, that Brock Purdy got hurt. And I know, I know people were, people were crucifying him on Twitter saying, you know, get back out there, you know, rub some dirt on it. And then it came out that he had a torn UCL muscle in his shoulder or arm. Um, which yeah, no wonder he couldn't throw the ball. 
Well, wasn't he? I thought people said he was throwing on the sideline, and that's he why was. people were upset. Um, we're it was upset. like kind of like the old uh, shades the, the, of Jay, Jay Cutler. Cutler. Yeah, yeah. When he yeah, was out dancing wanna... that night, and people were upset. But uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that he he might require also Tommy John surgery, which is yeah. just an absolute unfortunate mess for him. So I would say I don't know how much longer Trey Lance has on his rehab, but and Jimmy G for that matter too. But Aaron Rodgers, forty nine er in the future, maybe they can't can't get tom brady anymore he's gone. no i would uh, okay uh speaking of tom brady we also have tom brady retired i i don't know about you i am so done like i don't care about tom brady anymore i saw that i'm like great you retired don't care i'm so disgusted by that 80 for brady movie that's coming out you have four oh come on that looks so bad and there's no why 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 did that have to be made I feel like that was know. just sitting on a shelf somewhere, and they're finally like, oh, crap, we better release it before the film, if, you know, it's not film anymore, but before it goes bad. Uh, and you have so many wonderful, famous, well-known, award-winning actresses in that movie that it's like, why would you subject yourself to this, besides a paycheck, probably? Well, they're know. just having fun with it, I think. Yeah, maybe. I did see Giselle, not, yeah, Giselle's tweet. Uh, Congratulations, Tom Brady. I hope you have fun in your next phase of your life. I thought it was pretty comical. That's great. Uh, man gave up and gave it all up for another year in football and finished uh, with a losing record and lost his wife. So uh, pretty interesting there. Although he uh, said he has no regrets in his uh, farewell speech. Yeah, okay. And it's like, well, I think you... Probably might have, might have, regret coming back that last time. Yeah, just maybe a, maybe just a, a little few bit. Regrets. Um, and in addition to that, we also had the Bengals Chiefs game. The Chiefs won. I was man, I was really pulling for the Bengals there at the end. That penalty at the end. Um, I don't know. Do you do you consider that a late hit or you know? I mean, yes. The guy was. I mean, rolling. he was out of bounds and pushed him. What? Uh, yeah, they, even but, his own player is standing there like, what are you doing? Like. You see that on the sideline there. I don't get why everybody <laughs> was up in arms about it. That was a textbook block. That was a late hit. I mean, that's see, textbook I thought, for a quarterback. See, I thought, I thought what I read was that they were saying the late hit was when they both fell and rolled, and then he kind of hit him on the ankle as he came over on his roll. Are they just, are they well, saying he, that the late hit was the push? Well, I don't. What was after? Did it? Ha- I thought it was talking the roll. about afterwards. I thought it was, was after, that after the, the push. I thought the push was inbounds. He gets pushed out. They both no, fall. The, the push def- was the, out of bounds. Okay, that I didn't realize because I thought it was that the defense, the defending player rolled with him, and then as they came up on the roll, he kind of came down on his ankle. I thought that's what the penalty was for. It was for the push. I thought it was because they were, okay. he was like five yards out of bounds and started pushing him, and his own players like like don't like he's standing there with his arms up. Okay. We do have uh, the guys from the Sports Stove Podcast, guys. Thank you so much for joining us in the chat. They said, clear penalty, bad officiating all game doesn't mean the penalty should not have been called. And yes, it was on the push. All right. See, there you go. That's why I need to, I should have devoted 100% of my attention to the game as opposed to like 25%. But uh, yeah, it's well, kind of, I was really have a rooting pulling... interest in it. No, it's hard. It's really hard. I mean, Joe Burrow, I do like Joe Burrow, but, um... and then there was the whole thing with the Cincinnati mayor was calling what did he call Kansas City? He called it wasn't the arrow. Uh, it wasn't Arrowhead. It was going to be Burrowhead or something. It was. It yeah, was really strange. That, yeah. 
And then I think was it Kelsey was, you know, going off about that after the game, after they won. So I I don't know. So yeah, we'll we'll discuss more big Super Bowl stuff next week when we have Jordan on. But you know, we have a Super Bowl of Kansas City and Philly. Do you have any rooting interest in either team? I like both teams. Yeah. Um Yeah, Matt I don't Nagy. know. I, I Yeah, I don't know if I want him to win. <laughs> no, yeah, it's kinda like eh. Yeah. yeah, I like Patrick I Mahomes. Either but team, I like both quarterbacks. I like. I do you know, like Jalen Hurts. There's a lot of fun storylines in there. Yeah. You know, Andy Reid going up against the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, although he's already got a Super Bowl, so it's not like oh he's got to get past his old team to get his first Super Bowl. He's already got one. Yeah. Um, you know, the Eagles kind of turning it around after the you know they their rebuild. Yep. Um. Yeah. I. Either way, I don't really care. It should be hopefully a fun game. Uh, should be yeah, I think it will. I, see, I, I like similar to you. I don't really care. I like Patrick Mahomes. I like Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know, there's not one team on it in particular. I guess if I had to, if I had to pick one, I think maybe I'm leaning more towards the Eagles just because I want to see Jalen Hurts do well because it reminds me of like Justin Fields and hopefully being able to turn it around in one year. Because um, I just remember last year Jalen Hurts was kind of an afterthought. Like they didn't really know if they even had a real quarterback in him, at least from what I remember reading. Mm-hmm. And then this year, it was like they got people to surround them and look at where they're at now. They're going to the Super Bowl. So, you know, I guess in that regard, I guess I'm leaning towards Eagles. But I feel like I enjoy it more when there's one team in it that I'm like very strongly advocating for where a lot of I feel like a lot of Super Bowls lately. It's just like, ah, whatever. I don't really care. You know, so I don't know if that's me getting older or me just not really liking as many teams as I used to as a kid. I, I don't know. I don't know. But just depression of the Bears never making yeah, it, I it's think. It's seeping just in. Setting yeah. in, and we're just like, ah, I don't the Bears aren't in it. Uh, it's depressing and yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um Should we make picks? Yes, let's make picks. Who you got? I'm gonna say Chiefs. Chiefs? All right. Well, I I'm gonna be contrarian. I'm gonna go Eagles just to to spice it okay. up a little bit here. So we got well, Eagles. We, got, we gotta break the tie, right? Yeah, well, yeah, we're both 11-1 and in our picks. So, um, yeah, so Vinny's got the Chiefs. I'll take the Eagles, and we will see what happens uh, in two weeks there. All right, um, I got nothing else for sports. You got anything else? I was going to say for uh, the football, did you hear about Justin – or not Justin Fields, but Patrick Mahomes uh, Sr.? Oh, uh, he was on the score this week. Yes. Yeah, he was on the score this week and said that uh, Ryan Pace had said that he was going to draft Patrick Mahomes. And then draft night comes and he drafts Mitch Trubisky. Isn't that that odd? He's on his third team. Yeah, um, I, I didn't get a chance to listen to the interview, but I know that that interview and that story like was all over Chicago News out here this week. Um, I'm in the camp, though, that uh, you know, Ryan Poles and Matt Nagy would have ruined um, Patrick Mahomes, and I don't think he would be nearly as good as he is with the Chiefs. Would Matt Nagy have even gotten a chance to ruin him? Remember, John I don't Fox know. was the coach at the time. Oh. So, talk about a gold <laughs> talk about a golden parachute right there. Um, right? Yeah, I don't like. I I almost feel like he's got to be thankful he didn't end up in the dumpster fire that is the Chicago Bears organization. You know, maybe next year will yep. be different. I mean, they have they literally have everything going for them this offseason with the most uh, salary cap available. They have the number one pick. They have a quarterback that we think could be doing well. Everything is going their way. So if this doesn't work out, I'm thinking there's like some type of curse or something. I don't know. Yeah. You know. 
maybe when the Cubs unleashed their curse and they broke it, it just kind of went south down to Lake everybody Shore Drive else. to everyone else. Yeah, it went to it, it literally did go to everyone else. Um, right. So yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I it was very interesting to see. Just another case of Ryan Pace not knowing what the hell he's doing. I mean, that has been well documented so many times. This is just another instance of that. So Mitch Trubisky, uh, who I don't even know if he's going to be on the Steelers next year. Like, see, who knows where he's going to end up? He might be in the CFL for all I know next year. I don't know. Um, or the USFL, whatever. He'll be in the NFL. I Teams know, need a I quarterback. At They'll some need a backup point. that can throw the ball and run, and he can at least right do those things, just not well. So. Um, yeah. All right. I got nothing. All right. Justin, are you ready? I am ready for the secret special guest. Oh my God. Who's it going to be? All right. Here we go. All right. I'm waiting for him to pop up. It's time for... The name is Bond. James Bond. James Bond trivia. I don't know any. I don't know anything about James Bond. The contestants: Vincent Francis Jankowitz III and Justin Beckwith. <laughs> Here's your host, Vincent Francis Jankowitz IV. You do have a suit coat on. I told you. I sure do. <laughs> Vinny, that was wonderful, but I don't know anything about James Bond. Oh, it's okay. I, I okay. set it up so it won't be that bad. Um, okay. It, we are doing a welcome to whatever, baseball and whatever. This week we are doing, in honor of our third chair who is not here and has been on sabbatical since the birth of his son, and before a little bit before that, we are doing James Bond trivia because he is a diehard James Bond fan. Um, Justin... Now, I had Greg help me out with these questions. Yes, they were hard and difficult, but um, I did try to make them a little bit easier uh, for you to be able to maybe get. Uh, There's uh, five categories here. We have tell me the truth, let's not talk shop that are true-false questions, so you have a 50% chance of getting it right. Uh, Pop Shaken Not Stirred is a pop culture reference with James Bond tied into it. It's Just a Number is a answer that is requiring only a number. Uh, the name's Bond, James Bond, is questions related to James Bond, uh, uh, the actor who played James Bond. And What's Your Game, Mr. Bond, is all, all references to the game, uh, video games of James Bond. So, okay. Justin, I think uh, you will be able to maybe get some of these. At I least the some, 100s yeah. I think you'll be able to get. Uh, maybe some, some of the ones later on, but... Um, I have uh, our guest as Pretzel Vince. Uh, he was reluctant enough to join us in competing against you, Justin. Oh man! Uh, in this uh, this game here, Justin, you if you cannot see, it is Agent 00 because that is how many James Bond films you have seen. And Pretzel Vince, you are the code name O because O stands for old, and that is what you are. <laughs> so. Uh, without further ado, Justin, because you have not seen any Bonds, I will let you go first on this <sighs> Jeopardy. All right. I'm going to go, what's your game, Mr. Bond? Hey. All yes. Right. 
Hey Hold guys, on. your dad's got, got something to say. Yes. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, hey guys. Yes. Yeah. Guys, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting feedback. I'm getting double feedback. Uh oh. I'm getting Uh-oh. double feedback. So what oh, should I on, be in? Hold on. Should I be in StreamYard or nope? You w- that help? Did that fix anything? Did that help? Okay, there we go. All right, I fixed it. We're good. All right, all right. Uh, Vinny, I don't know, so I'm gonna go. What's your game, Mister Bond, for a hundred? All right, Nintendo 64's Goldeneye oh, 007 developers renamed James Bond's iconic Walter PPK to blank for legal reasons. Uh, what is the PP7? Um, Am I correct? That is correct. Good job, Ooh, Justin. All right, good job. Woo, Justin. Yes. Next category. Oh, I get to keep going. All right, I'm gonna keep going. What's your game, Mister Bond? Two hundred. This is the only way I'm going to get questions right here. This popular 2004 James Bond video game's name was inspired by the meaning behind Albert R. Broccoli and Harry Saltzman's creation of their production company Eon in 1963. Would that be 007 Nightfire? No. Oh, I don't know. That is not. It is everything or nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I guess I should have let Pretzel Vince get a chance, but I don't think. Hey, that's okay. I had no clue on that one. (laughs) All right. Sorry, Justin. All right. Pretzel Vince, you are up. Uh, Let's go. Tell me the truth. Let's not talk shop for 100. For for what? 100. 100. 100. 100. Yeah. All right. In 2015, Spectre, James finds out that the leader of an eagle cabal is his brother. After informing his brother of their relation to each other, they then team up together to stop the elusive Johan van der Smoot uh, from flooding the earth. True <sighs> or false? False. <laughs> that is correct. False. This was the plot for Austin Powers' gold oh, member. Golden member. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right pretzel vince let's go with pop shaken not stirred for a hundred for a hundred in 1963's dr no the opening song three blind mice is the same song used as the theme song for this famous vaudeville comedy trio the three stooges that is correct who are the three stooges M- vince, you're on a roll or Shemp. <laughs> right? Okay. Yep. Um, pop shaken, not stirred for 200. In 1973, famous Beatles producer George Martin told James Bond producer Harry Saltzman that they could not, they could use the song Live and Let Die in the movie unless it was performed by this famous Beatle and his new newly formed rock band. Who is the Beatle and his rock band? Paul McCartney and Wings. That is correct. Who is Paul McCartney and Wings? All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to have it in a question. Okay. Poppin' Shaken, Not Stirred for 300. This famous English actor and comedian officially replaced Desmond Lewin's character Q in 2002's Die Another Day after making a brief appearance as the character R alongside Lewin in 1999's The World Is Not Enough. Who is John Cleese? 
That is correct. Pretzel Vince. Shake pop shaking that stirred 400. <laughs> In 1965, this famous American outlaw country singer wrote and submitted a song for the opening credit sequence for Thunderball, though it was rejected and never used in the film. Who's Johnny Cash? That is correct. You are on a roll, sir. You guys are speaking another language right now. (laughs) I'm just going to sit back and relax. You guys keep going. Pop shaking that stirred 500. The role of villain Max Zorin in 1985's A View to Kill was originally written for this famous famous English singer-songwriter, but he ultimately declined the role. Oh, I think I know this one. Who is... No, 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 I'm going to say... Who is Mick Jagger? That is incorrect. Justin, would you like to answer? I'm going to go, who is David Bowie? Ooh, good answer. Oh, look at that, and he's on the board. Yes, good answer. David Bowie is correct. That's just a guess, because I know that was, uh, he was, yeah. Uh, Let's go, what's your game, Mr. Bond, for 300? Because I don't know any of these other questions. In 1999, EA released the video game Tomorrow Never Dies, still to this day only available on this one gaming platform. I know this because I used to rent this video game. That is, a, <laughs> It was on the PlayStation 1. That is Ooh. correct. Good job, Justin. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I'll take 400. Justin. Same category, I guess. That's, that's Like I said, that's the only stuff I'm going to know. Sean Connery's last credit as James Bond was lending his likeness and voice to this 2005 EA-produced video game based on the 1963 film of the same name, available on PS2, Xbox, and GameCube. Would that be what is from Russia with Love? That is what the answer. (laughs) All right. Good answer, I remember the commercial. That's about it. All right, last one. I'll take that one, too. IO Interactive, best known uh, for developing the Hitman and Kane and Lynch's oh, famous uh, franchises, is currently working on the next James Bond video game under the working title of. All right, let me think here. Um, is it Project 007? It is. Ooh. Good job, Justin. All right, I Good know my video game stuff. All right. Oh, now I got to pick something else. Um, okay, uh, it's just a number for one hundred. What is James Bond's <laughs> code number? 007. Oh man, come on! <laughs> Thank you. I Vinny. Told you the number one hundreds were easy. All right, uh, I'll take two hundred. What's? It's just a number. Alec Trevian, portrayed by Sean Ben, uh, had this double O code name in the movie Goldeneye. That would be 006. Ooh, that is correct. Goldeneye, I've only seen part of, but yes. All right, give me 300. It's just a number. How many actors slash actresses have appeared in both a James Bond movie oh, and God. an episode of Seinfeld? Ooh. Um, Ooh. Actors and, okay, actors and actresses. I'm going to go five. Uh, I honestly don't remember the answer. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> 
five is correct. Right. Terry Hatcher, Denise Richards, uh, Ivana Mil- Milosevic, Milosevic? Uh, yeah. Jill St. John, Anthony Stark. All right. Good job. Look at, man, that talk about a shot in the dark on that one. Right? I'll take 400, right, I guess. Justin. I got to... I got to stock up as many points as I can before your dad gets back on the board here. Uh, I'll take 400. Right. All right. George Lazenby was offered a contract to star in how many James Bond films, but ultimately turned it down and eventually quit the role before the release of On Her Majesty's Secret Service in 1969. I'm going to go three. That's incorrect. Uh, Vince. <sighs> You don't have I'm gonna to say answer four. if you don't want to. I'm going to say four. That is incorrect. It is oh. seven. Oh, wow. Seven. Gotcha. All right, Justin. I'll take 500, I guess. Yeah, what the heck? How many total skydives did it take to film the, the oh. end of cold, the cold open sequence in 1979's Moonraker? Now, if I don't answer, do I still lose points? No. Then I choose not to answer. <laughs> I'm going to say pass, too. Pass. You're going to pass. Yeah. 88. Only 35 seconds of the footage was able to be filmed per jump. All right. All right, Justin. Yes. Uh, The name's Bond, James Bond for 100. Which Bond actor filmed a different gun barrel sequence for each of his movies? Oh, God. I have no idea. Uh, Since it's only 100, I'll say Daniel Craig. That is correct. Whoa. Whoa. All right. Uh, I'll take 200. What the heck for that one? During filming of You Only Live Twice, a local paparazzi photographer in Japan took an over-the-stall shot of which Bond actor taking a dump at a public restroom? Oh, I'm, I'm not even going to answer because I have no idea. So I, I Pretzel Vince for the steal. During the film of You Only Live Twice, a local paparazzi... Who's a Bond... Bond actor and you only live twice you only live twice to james bond it was sean connery that is correct good job you're on the board you're back you're back in the seat all right the name's a bond james bond 300 for 300 yep in 1983, two rival bond films were released in theaters only months apart eons octopussy and kevin McElroy's Never Say Never Again. Which two legendary actors portrayed James Bond in these respected movies? Octopussy would be would have been, I think, Roger Moore. Kevin McClory's Never Say Never Again. Uh, never Say Never Again. Never say never again. I'm going to say Sean Connery. I'm going to say Sean Connery. Roger Moore and Sean Connery. Okay. Yep, that is correct. Sean Connery was in Never Say Never Again, and you were correct on Roger Moore's It Was in Octopussy. 400. The name's Bond, James Bond. This New Zealand actor auditioned to play James Bond in 1986, but his screen test did not impress producer Robert Albert R. Broccoli. Uh, this same actor went on to star in Jurassic Park years later. Oh, I think I know this one. 
I'm going to yes, say pass. Yes, should. Uh, would that be who is Sam Neill? Yes. That is yep. correct. I Alan. couldn't remember his name. I, I could picture the actor. I couldn't remember his name. Um, all right. We'll finish that category off. This American actor had two successful auditions with Eon and was set to replace Roger Moore as James Bond after 1981's For Your Eyes Only. Ultimately, Moore decided to return to hit the role, and this actor lost the chance to be the first American Bond. Ooh. I have no idea. I'm going to pass on this one. No I'm going to pass also. Who's James Brolin? Oh, oh, wow. Okay. I heard he auditioned. I didn't know it was for that movie, though. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll take uh, Talk Shop for 200 Yep. David Hedison and Jeffrey Wright are the only two actors to have portrayed CIA agent operative Felix Leiter more than once across all the Bond films. Uh, true, I guess. I don't, I don't know. True. It is true. Okay. All right. 300. In 2021's No Time to Die, Lashana Lynch's character Nomi became the first ever female double O agent to appear in a James Bond movie. I'm going to say that's true. That's oh. false. An unnamed oh. female double agent appeared in Thunderballs 1965 and the world is not enough in oh. 1999. All right. Pretzel Vince gets the points on that one because there's no point for him to steal the question because ah. <laughs> there's only one other answer. All right, Pretzel Vince, you're on the board. Oh, boy. Yeah. If I... Okay. Five-time Academy Award-winning composer John Barry composed scores for 11 James Bond movies, but never received an Academy Award nomination for any of his Bond scores. True or false? Uh, Let's see. Okay. Five-time for 11 James Bond, but never received an Academy Award for nomination for any of the Bond scores. Wow. I'm going to say true. It is true. Never even a nomination. Yep. All right, right. last one. In 1986, Eon cast Pierce Brosnan to replace Roger Moore, James Bond, for The Living Daylights. Brosnan ultimately had to back out of the role due to his contract with television show Remington Steele's cancellation reversal with NBC. True or false? True. This is true. All right, right. gentlemen, we are now down to the final Jeopardy question. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Okay. There there are six James Bond characters. Sean Connery, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig, and George Lazenby. Which one is Greg's favorite James Bond? Oh. <laughs> write your answer down. Write your bet down. That's why I have markers for you, Justin. That's oh, why I, I got po- yeah, that. I got I got post-it notes here. Okay. Um, I just I don't saw have the one music of his. Play. Oh, this is disappointing, Vinny. Um, all right, I'm gonna guess. I'll wager this much, and I'm gonna say it's. Oh, boy. This could be... Oh, oh, I'm just... Might be overthinking it. <laughs> Let me know when you're both ready. All right, hold on. Ready. All right, I'm ready. 
All right. What is your answer, Justin, since you're in the lead? So my answer is Pierce Brosnan, and I wagered 100 points. Okay. Pretzel Vince? Daniel Craig? Can you see that? 1900. Oh, yes. oh yeah, it's Daniel Craig. It is none. It, oh, really? Greg's, Greg's favorite Bond actor is Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. Uh, so yep. wait, that means I won? Yes, Justin, yeah, you, you are I've never even seen a Bond movie. Uh, <laughs> Vince, you were a giant disappointment. Uh, may your family hey. be ashamed of you. And <laughs> Hey, yada, I, yada, I, yada, never, yada. I never played any of these video games. <laughs> that's so true. That's, that's the only thing I had going for me. And then he got on a roll. <laughs> he got on a roll. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. Justin, congratulations. You are Thank a James you. Bond expert of some sort. You can, Apparently. although you didn't know Greg's favorite uh, Bond character. Uh, he tweeted something today about Pierce Brosnan, so I thought maybe that was a Pierce Brosnan hint. was number four on his ranking, and wow. Craig was actually number five. Wow. Because really? I know his grandmother loved uh, Sean Connery. I was going to yeah, say, he named goes, his kid after yeah. after James Bond. Yeah, it, I mean, it goes Sean Connery, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan. Uh, he, had Roger Craig, he had Roger, Roger Moore second? He had Roger Moore second? Oh, yeah. God. He was probably the worst James Bond. <laughs> I feel horrible saying this, but I still have no interest in ever watching a James Bond movie. Oh, poor shame. Have you ever watched any, Jay? Uh, I've seen most of GoldenEye. I liked it. it was oh, no, funny. no, no, no. I liked You've got to start with Dr. No and okay. work your way up to GoldenEye. Okay. Okay. You don't have to, Justin. Don't. Dr. No isn't that good. I'm sorry. Oh, it was... It was the beginning. Doctor No was probably franchise. the worst villain they had. I'm sorry. <laughs> Three blind mice. You can't go wrong with that song. Well, hey, okay, uh, but by the way, first of all, a couple things before we get off. Jay, great answer with Bears '87. Ed Bradovich. Thank you. I was impressed. Thank I figured you. You were going to come with somebody newer. No. Eddie, oh, that was a great I go, answer. I go with the vintage. Yeah, evidently. <laughs> After he had to look it up. No, there's no proof of that. It, the other thing is, um, I was listening to the score today, and uh, they were talking about, well, they had Wani on. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, you guys make all these you know, pro projections about people wanting the number one draft pick. But what happens yep. if nobody wants it? Yeah. You better have that's, somebody to yeah. draft. I heard I heard that take. Yeah, that that's a very realistic possibility, but I think because of the way there are good quarterbacks available, you have I think the thing that helps the Bears out the most is you you have two teams in the same division with high draft picks that need a quarterback that they're I mean, essentially, you could have them pitting. You don't. They're not going to want to sit around and say, "Well, I'll let Houston get C.J. Stroud, and that's okay with me." So you have that aspect. If they weren't in the same division, I'd buy into that theory more. But because they're in the same division, I don't think either team is. Especially because the Colts, they're really a quarterback away. They have a pretty good team. I mean, they were right. in. They were in the playoff hunt two years ago 
Last year, a lot of bad things happened, and they've been patching it with uh, old veteran quarterbacks that haven't worked right. out. Right. Um, and maybe they can lure Tom Brady out of retirement. I don't oh, know. God, don't even. Yeah, but I think right. they're more of a there. quarterback away. But they're sitting at four. Anything could happen. I mean, you you have plenty of teams that need a quarterback. The Raiders are looking for a quarterback. Um, you know, Carolina still needs a quarterback. So there are teams that need quarterbacks that might jump up to that one. And then, okay, now that's a quarterback off the list. Now who's sitting at number two? Indianapolis's rival. They can't afford to let them draft and have, you know, the next Patrick Mahomes in their own division. And, you know, as a GM, you can't let that happen. The owner's not going to allow that. You're going to lose your job for that. Well, and again, uh, like Wani said, when you draft somebody, that's your guy. There's ne- ne- there's never going to be anything of, well, you know, everybody wanted Russell Maryland, as Wani was saying, when they drafted yeah. in Dallas. But there's going to be one guy that's going to say, yeah, but I want to take this running back over here. Or, you know, yeah, everybody's all in. That's your guy. Um, but he made a great point about who are the other teams going to draft? You know, they have needs, granted. Mm-hmm. Bears, at this point, I don't know if they really need a quarterback. Maybe they feel otherwise. I don't know. But from what I saw, Joe Public, I don't think they need, they're going to go for a quarterback. I think either offense or defense line. All right. So you go down the list and you say, who's going to draft who? And, okay, everybody's talking about Bryce Young. Do the Colts feel he's the guy, or do they feel there's another guy out there that didn't have the talent that Bryce Young had and did show that he's a good quarterback, all right? And so, you know, he made some good points when he did about, you know, having the number one draft choice and – not every, you know, not every year everybody's going to be banging on a door saying we got to trade. We unless you're Ryan Pace, he traded up. You know, he traded yeah. everything. You know, just move up a spot. But you know, I thought it was a real good conversation. And you know, these people that think the Bears are just going to get, you know, a treasure chest thrown at them, uh, they better be ready for reality. You know, people may come knocking and realize that hey, the Bears don't need a quarterback. They're going to go the defense or offensive linemen, so I don't have to offer them anything because I know that when it comes to my spot, the guy I want to get is going to be there. You know, it's just something but to think also, about. They also don't know that they he, right, right. They no, no, I agree with that. you. At number, four, you know, and just looking at Indianapolis because okay, yeah, it's Houston's going to take a quarterback. I mean, I I can't can't imagine they're going to draft anything else. They're going to take a quarterback. So that's the first quarterback off the line. As in, If you're Indianapolis, you can't sit there and say, well, my rival just got their number one choice. I hope it's not my number one choice. That, that then you're screwed as a GM. You're you now. Oh well, okay. I guess I I guess I'll take Will Levis or C.J. Stroud <laughs> because they were number two on my list, and now well, my number one choice is sitting with my rival. Are you? Do you think Chris Ballard's really gonna sit there and just hope Houston doesn't take his pick because he already well, said they're not doing the veteran quarterback thing anymore. He already came but, out was pretty strong on his stance. 
on who's what he the, wants who, to do. Who's their number one quarterback? Is it is it Bryce Young? Is it C.J. Stroud? Or is it uh, the guy from Georgia, Stenson? Well, no, he's not. He's not a top quarter. It's Will Levis right now. Is they're the okay consensus okay. one two three. I'm, I'm just saying though, the quarterbacks available. You know, everybody's saying Bryce Young, Bryce Young, Bryce Young. Uh, and again, I, I'm just a regular Joe. But from what I saw with Bryce Young, is he in the same area that? Um, you know, the the quarterback that the Bears have right now, Justin Fields, that Justin Fields had talent around him. They made him look good. All right. I'm not saying and I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying he's a bust or anything, but I'm just saying he had a lot of talent around him. He comes to the Bears mm-hmm. now, they got nothing. Bryce Young, is he the guy? He's going to a team that's got nothing. If he goes yeah. to Houston. All right. And what if you watched the game on Sunday with the Chiefs? What were they saying? Mahomes has nobody to throw to. Guys were dropping the ball. If it wasn't for he's got, he's got uh, one the of the guy, best tight ends in the history of the game. That's, that's he does. Such, he does. He does. Such a false and that statement. saved him. And then the other guy, Valdez, whatever his name was, Scantling. Scantling. He had a hell of a game. He had a hell of yeah. a game. All right. So bring him back down to earth. Now you got one guy, Kelsey. And, you know, I, I, I'm just saying that as far as I'm concerned, until the draft actually happens, we consider all day. And like Wani said, oh, yeah. it's all fantasy land. But, it is. you know, for Bear fans to think that, oh, we're going to get 20 draft choices for, you know, well, the number one happen. pick. Yeah. It may not. It, they may not get anything, and they may have to draft at number one. They may not, and, but I think, I think, I think where Indianapolis is at, where Houston at is going to play into this. They're going to get. I think they're going to be able to trade back because again, he, it's not like Indianapolis is at three. They're at four. Someone could right. jump them to three. Right. And take another quarterback. Now they're, oh, well, I guess I'm left with this guy, my third quarterback. So, again, I, I think I think how it all played out with Houston and Indianapolis both needing quarterbacks, both being at the top, I think that helps them. I don't know if they'll get, you know, you know a first round for next year or if they're going to swap first rounds and get a second round, maybe a later pick or whatever. You know, uh, Indianapolis has got two first-round picks. Maybe they can get those two first-round picks. Who knows? I think that it's still a possibility that more than likely than not, they'll trade back. That's I think that's still a, a realistic possibility. Now, are they going to get two first-rounds from this year, a first-round from next year, and a third round this year? I don't think so. I don't know if there's going to be a treasure trove. It would be great. I don't think – I don't – I don't know. I'm not going to get my hopes up for that. But I think it's a still a realistic possibility that, yes, the Bears can trade down and still get a good amount of picks, maybe not the pie-in-the-sky treasure trove yeah. of multiple first rounds. We'll see. We'll see how, especially because they still have to have the combine, and you know they're just having oh. what the the Shrine Bowl right now. So there's a lot of time between now and then. Um, 
And yeah, we'll see. But I think, and you know, quarterbacks signing free agents and stuff like that. They got to fill holes. Maybe Derek Carr goes to Indianapolis. They, they, you know, they pivot on what they wanted to do and they, they end up getting a quarterback. So that's another team off the board, getting a quarterback, you know, we'll see. Uh, there's a, a lot, like you said, there's a lot of time between now and then and it's all fantasy and pie in the sky stuff. Yeah. I, I just, got a feeling that this ain't going to work out the way everybody thinks it should work out. You know, the bears yeah. are going to get all these drafts. I, I could see the bears actually the way the bears are. Nobody's going to take it or the Colts are going to trade with, with the, with Houston. Houston's got the second pick, right? Yeah. Yeah. I could, I the could Houston, see something Houston like that. And Indianapolis aren't going to trade. They're in the division. Together. Yeah. But I, I just look at it that this ain't going to work out the way people think. The Bears are pro- yeah. probably going to have to make a first-round pick. And I, I hope they I go. I agree to disagree. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. And you know yeah. what? It's all projection. This, this is, yeah. you know. All right. Well, I appreciate the spirited debate there. Very, very well done, guys. <laughs> Oh, uh, we could we you. could go on longer, but I know oh it's no, late. that's that's all right. All right, <laughs> and I'm well, retired, and you're not. So. No, you no, we <laughs> no, no, we are not. Um, all right. So, first off, if you want to write in the show, tell us what you thought of James Bond trivia or what the Bears are doing or anything else. Feel free to leave us a comment at YouTube.com/slash baseball whatever. Tweet us at baseball and what you can reach us at Instagram at baseball whatever, TikTok at baseball whatever, email the show baseball whatever at gmail.com. And lastly, write in, text in, leave a voicemail, 1-913-808-3278. That number again is 1-913-808-FART. All right, Vinny, thank you, double O, double O V for Vinny uh, setting all this up. Pretzel so Vince, thanks for coming on. Names, Justin. Yeah, Not a problem. I, I did Enjoyed have, it, guys, as always. Thank you. Thank well, you. Go ahead, Vinny. Yes, thank you, Pretzel Vince. Uh, I did have one more uh I guess fun, fa- interesting fact. Uh, it's common knowledge that Jesse Owens. This is from Daniel Victor oh, yeah. at Slide Dano seventy on Twitter. It's common knowledge that Jesse Owens embarrassed the Nazis by breaking world records and winning the gold medals at the nineteen thirty six Olympics. But did you know the silver medalist in the two hundred, who also broke a world record, kind of became a footnote in the history due to Owens' greatness? Was Mac Robinson? Max's brother was none other than Jackie, who went on to break baseball's color barrier and transcend the game. So, Uh, very cool. Fun little fact for Black History Month. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, Vinny, thank you. Next week we'll be back. We'll have Jordan on. We'll talk Super Bowl predictions. I'm sure I'm going to carry this James Bond wind into everything else we do the rest of this year on the podcast. There you go. Better. Ready to go. And uh, we'll be back next week with more baseball and whatever. Take care, everybody. See you next week. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. You're still here? It's over. Go home.